The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the December 17th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher getting ready to break down a Saturday slate, a very light Saturday slate, and not a lot of back-to-backs. We'll talk about that and talk about some of our favorite plays with me to do so for the second time. Armando, what's up, man? How's it going, Mike? Uh, excited, like we talked about uh, before the show. It's, it's a weird slate, and we'll, we'll dig into it. Uh, not too many back-to-backs, some high over-unders, and some big spreads, so... Uh, let's jump right into it. Yeah, it's tough to really figure out a game to target, uh, especially with the blowouts and uh, our favorites. The favorite, my favorite game, isn't on the main slate, which stinks. It's Phoenix and OKC. This game starts early. This game starts at five Eastern time, um, and I mean, yeah, it looks really attractive with the two sixteen over under seven spread. Uh, some injuries with TJ Warren questionable. He p- may be able to go in this one though. Uh, Alex Len still questionable. Brandon Knight has a banged up hand. Had a fall on that hand too the other night, but he's okay, not in the injury report. And then Victor Oladipo, he's technically questionable, but I would put him closer to doubtful. He's been watching the games with a wrist brace. Like it seems like he's gonna miss time. So if you are gonna play this game on the slate, and uh, I like, like I almost want to, but um, like who do you like here? I mean, obviously Westbrook is very attractive on, on a night like today. Yeah, I mean, I, this this has a lot of like game stack potential here. You can go with Eric Bledsoe, who's been playing lights out uh, in recent uh, games. Uh, like you mentioned, Westbrook is always in play when he's on the slate. Um, you know, Tyson Chandler, he, he was on a roll before his previous game where he took 20-plus boards in back-to-back games. So um, he's usually affordable on uh, across the industry. So it's someone that if you're looking to save some money at center, uh, that's intriguing. And Devin Booker had a good game um, last time around. He's just very volatile. Um, So I don't know how much I would feel confident, but in a paced-up game, uh, he he does make some sense as well. Yeah, I look, his price has really gone down. He's been one of the worst efficient players. Uh, He's just missing a lot of shots. And this isn't too surprising. We saw him last year have this issue where he was all volume. But this year his volume's down because Bledsoe's back, Knight's back. They're getting more shots to really other younger players too. So, yeah, he's not he, he's a like he's gonna get volume. So it's just a matter of him making shots, and that that's fine. It's the the shooting guard gamble we always talk about. Um, and then yeah, I, I like Robertson if you're gonna stack that game like because he's cheap. I think he's gonna be able to get a lot of peripheral stats and all that. Um, I'm not really trusting Moro or Jeremy Grant um, or Jeremy Grant, excuse me. Um, there and then that's pretty much it for for me. And then, like you said, Bledsoe's been killing it lately. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll get to the main slate here. Uh, we got one of the few teams on the back to back. Detroit, they're home against Indiana. No Stucky, no Monta. So we'll see GR three, Glenn Robinson three start again. Played pretty good minutes. Both he and CJ Miles were awful the other day. Uh, they both missed a lot of shots. Um, but they got them. They both closed out. Thaddeus Young was benched late because they needed threes and stuff when they were losing. So, yeah, they're going to play a lot. Miles looks healthy. He always has the, the king of the in-game injury risk. I thought his defense has been pretty good. So, yeah, both of them I like as a cheap guy if you really want to spend down. Um, I think GR3 better in cash. Miles maybe in tournaments if you want to go that way. Um, and then, yeah, there's a lot to like for Detroit. Reggie Jackson's still cheap. He's on a back-to-back, so that's a little scary. Um, but we know SVG said he doesn't like to rest players. Uh, I, I like Tobias Harris, who's still pretty cheap. John Lewis as well. John Lewis has been great lately. So I think he's someone to consider, too. Uh, he's just been, what, he had 17-7-5 and 17, seven and five game last night. 19-5-2 uh, and two game on Wednesday. He's just rolling, man. Um, so uh, lots of like there as well. Uh, and then always Paul George is to consider, even though the Pistons have been pretty good on defense. Although they got blown up last night. Um, they had seven straight games, keeping their opponents under 100, but then they gave up 122 to Washington last night. All right, uh, what do you think? Um, thoughts on the guys I like? Anybody else? 
Yeah, uh, I like KCP a lot here. Okay. Um, he's still very affordable. Um, Indiana, you know, they're they're, they're playing at, at, at a different pace this year. We talked about this uh, last week. They're 11th in pace. So that's going to create um, some some shot opportunities for KCP. He returned yesterday, had a big game. Mm. I believe it was 24 points or 26 points he scored last night. Um, and he's just, you know, he's 5,500. His with Reggie Jackson back, his usage is probably going to go down. His shot attempts probably going to go down. But if he gets going like he did last night, he can have another big game at a reasonable price. So I do like him quite a bit. I love the John Lewis call. Um, you know, he has a solidified role in this rotation. He's coming off the bench, doing well. Um, and and Andre Drummond, I, you know, I, he's he's someone that always has a ton of upside. So I do like him quite a bit in tournaments uh 8100 8, 8, is a reasonable price for what he's uh able to do so uh aside from the guys you mentioned those are probably uh andre drummond and kcp the other two guys that i would really strongly consider and on the indiana side this detroit uh team is they're good defensively and they don't play at a high pace so it's it's just never that appealing taking um players uh against uh, them and I looked at the on-court, off-court for KCP with Reggie Jackson. Pretty significant dip, actually. Uh, 6.1 usage dip with him on-off. Um, yeah. His efficiency is slightly up. Um, but yeah, everything else is pretty similar rebounding rates and all that stuff. Uh, and then also one other thing, too. Their, their pace is four possessions per 48 slower. So they're running slower with Reggie right now. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I wrote Drummond down because it's Drummond. Um, he's not really affected by back-to-backs. He's had kind of down games. Um, but yeah, the, their defense wasn't there last night. He had uh, they did the hack of Drummond the other night, so his minutes. He had a 14 rebound first ha- uh, first half, I think it was, but then he didn't do anything else after that. After Rick Carlisle intentional fouled him. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess we can. Anything else you want to add there? Just, and how about Miles Turner? Do you have an interest there? Always, um, always. I'm a little scared about the the front court of Detroit, which usually fares pretty well. So I, I don't like him quite as much. Like there's other guys I like a little bit more. Like I think I'd probably rather um, figure out how to spend up or down. Most most likely up. Like I feel like spending up at, at center makes sense. But yeah, I, I like him. For sure. Okay. 65. Do you? I just don't think it's the best spot yeah, for him. There's, I don't think he's a must, but there, I do have some interest. Uh, I guess yeah. it's depending on my roster construction at the end of the night. Yeah. Like, um, if, like to your point, like if I put my roster together and I really like it and I have $6,500 left, then yeah, like I'll definitely throw Miles Turner in there. Yeah. And like, yeah, if like when push comes to shove, we hear rest and stuff. But I mean, his usage is up. He had a 26 point game against Anthony Davis. They really went at each other. Been blocking a lot of shots lately. Um, five blocks two games ago, four, three, uh, 2.4 in a month with an upward trend on that. So, yeah, he's been great. Getting to the line a little bit more. He's Yeah, he's just uh, – that's my boy right there. I think he's actually uh, kind of <laughs> yeah, a, a – and I just I just don't picture Drummond at, like as a huge defensive center. You know, he, he's good, but he's, he's not the best defensive center. So I, I don't mind – you know, targeting opposing centers, but but like you said, this is a, a tough front court in general. Right, and it's, uh, Miles Turner kind of pulls defense pulls centers out of out of the paint too because he stretches the floor, so it's not as bad as it looks on paper. Yeah, and then one thing I wanted to add, kind of as a tangent, I was trying to think is who most improved player is. Like last year, I was like, or last week, I was thinking like J Mike with Turner behind him, but I think Turner's past him. Uh, I think Turner's probably my most improved player right now. Everyone's thinking Giannis, and Giannis has been incredible lately. But Giannis was good last year. All right, this is kind of a hot topic, but I haven't got your thoughts on that. I actually I agree with you because, I, I mean, I think everyone was expecting this type of year from Giannis. Yeah. Um, whereas not, not the same could be said about Turner. Um, so I, 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 I happen to be on the same page with you. I, don't get me wrong, I'm not discrediting Giannis. He's <laughs> one of my favorite players in the NBA. Um, and he's playing at incredible this year, but I would say Turner would be fit that description a little bit better, uh, considering my expectations at least for Giannis this year. Yeah, he had a big off season. Like if you remember the USA Select when they had that little with the younger guys and the Team USA, like everyone was raving about Miles Turner, which really led his ADP and season longs to rise, mostly because we really. Uh, that's my boy. That's my, my breakout call, so I love that guy. All right, we'll move on. Uh, we got L.A. at Cleveland. Bad spread, minus 16 to 19 over under. The Lakers were also in Philadelphia last night. 
They're pretty healthy. Um, there is the road back-to-back factor, so you've got to be a little bit worried about guys like Russell and Young who are coming off injuries. Old Luol Dang is at risk, uh, and the blowout factor. So I, I probably wouldn't play Dang, uh, even though he's been playing a lot better lately. But yeah, I'm pretty much off this one, man. Like I think the Cleveland's, who's pretty well-rested, we saw them get guys off on Wednesday. Kyrie rested both games. So I'm pretty much just fading this game entirely. Yeah, I mean, there's very, very little appeal here. Um, because of the back-to-back uh, road games here, you you also have um, Cleveland, a potential blowout. So if you're paying up for guys like LeBron, there's that chance that he doesn't play the fourth quarter, and that's just you're capping your seating. So very difficult to pay up for someone that might only play three quarters. So this is a game where... Um, you know, if this was at LA, I'd have a totally different take. But at Cleveland, I can totally see this game getting out of hand by the third quarter. And, you know, guys like Kevin Love, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving just not playing the fourth. Yeah. Well, crazy that Kyrie hasn't played in a week, man. Kyrie hasn't played since Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but they're winning by 20. Right. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. I mean, you, there's always a case for these guys in tournaments because of the upside that they present. But... It's not a, a spot that I'd be attacking uh, tonight. Yeah, and then the uh, the Cavs have to be happy with what the Hawks did to the Raptors, getting a win in Toronto. Uh, they yes. could have closed the gap on them and tied them up, but now they're game back. So, uh, all right. So, uh, I mean, if you wanted to go this contrarian style, like, is there anyone that would be intriguing to you? Like, I, I had Brandon Ingram as a guy that I thought about for a split second. Um, Channing Fry, like even if you want to go garbage time, you could go maybe a little bit of Shumpert, Jr. Like I, I just can't do it though. I don't, there's not enough. I just don't. I just yeah. don't see it. We I saw actually, it the other night when 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 they started, even when they got a ton of minutes, it's just they're not good. <laughs> they're yeah. not good at all. It's the very very low floors. The seating is not really that high, so it's not worth the risk in tournaments. Um, if I am gonna take anyone in this game. I'd consider Lou Williams just because I think he's still going to get his 23 to 25 minutes that he's been playing um, now that the entire backcourt is back. Um, and he's been producing. You know, he has a high usage in those minutes that he's playing, So, and he's affordable. So if you want someone in this game who I think is, uh, I guess, based on his role, but protected by the blowout, would be Lou Williams at a reasonable price. And you know he's capable of doing that and what he's been doing all season. For sure. Another guy I kind of like sneaky is uh, for tournaments would be Russell. His minutes are up, but again, the back-to-back factor scares me a little bit. So you got to be like if you're like a dollar tournament or something. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> invest too much in that. You know. Uh, all right, uh, I'm good on that. You good? Yeah, yeah. All right, we got Charlotte at Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta minus two, two oh seven over under. Mike Scott still in the D League. Teams are pretty healthy. Um, MKG's been kind of playing. On and off the fourth quarter, they're going more Marco Bellinelli, depending on how they're performing. Um, if they're down, usually it's Marco. If they're up, usually MKG. They did play. They've been playing MKG a little bit more when they're trailing. Um, man, t- tough one. Uh, Schroeder's been red hot. Dwight Howard's been amazing. Uh, he had a huge game, twenty-seven and fifteen last night. They're really getting involved in the offense. Um, it seems like him and Schroeder really have a nice rapport, and we've seen that reflect in Schroeder's price. It's sort of come up to seven thousand. I think it was hanging at like 56, I want to say, like a week and a half ago. But, man, Schroeder's efficiency has been great lately. Uh, he's hitting value pretty consistently, too. So, at 7,000, I mean, is like that's still pretty good for a guy coming off a 24-6-1 steal. Had 19-13 and 13 against the Magic on Tuesday. 33-point game on Friday. I mean, he's rolling. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I, 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 like, I like him a lot. Um, I think that, you know, the thing is, like you mentioned, this is a this is a weird game because both of these teams are very efficient defensively. So it's very difficult um, to love the game. But I do agree. I think I think Dennis Schroeder is in a good spot here. Um, they're at home. And I think that's a big, big plus here because Charlotte at, playing at home is a totally different game, a totally different team than playing on the road. So. Um, something to look at, you know, is, is Kemba Walker going to play tonight? Yeah, he's 100% um, playing. Yeah, he's, so he's going to come back, all right? So I was going to say, if he if he didn't play, but I know he was out for personal reasons, so I didn't know if he was coming yeah. back tonight. But if he didn't play, Raymond Sessions would be, would be in play. But um, now that he's playing, uh, that, that would be the only point guard, which is Dennis Schroeder, 
uh, that I'd be interested in this game. Just Kemba Walker doesn't play the same on the road. Uh, even though it is a good matchup because Atlanta is allowing the second most fantasy points per game uh, to opposing point guards. So it is an appealing matchup. Um, but I just, you know, there's something about Kemba on the road uh, that concerns me here. So, um, you know, Dwight Howard, uh, he's, if the minutes were a lock, he'd be someone I, I love at this price at 7,600. But it's just the, the minutes aren't consistent. Anytime he plays over 30 minutes, so he's very, very efficient. We saw it last night. You know, 27 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, the night before, he played 29 minutes, 20 points, 16 rebounds. So, it, you know, th- the, the two nights ago against uh, – a couple nights ago against Miami, 30, 35 minutes, you got 23 points, 17 boards. So when he's getting the high minutes, he's playing. But the problem is you have 19-minute games and you have low 20 games, which are, are very tough to, to deal with. So I don't know if that's what we're going to see tonight or not um, on a back-to-back. Well, that one game against OKC was really bad, um, but then there was a lot of blowouts to kind of explain the down, the downward trend in minutes there. So I'm not too worried, and even more so, he's been pretty good on back-to-backs. His five back-to-back games shot 69% from the field, averaging 17 points, 16 boards. Uh, so he's been in 32.2 minutes. So he, I think he's, I think he's fine, man. As long as this game's close, and I think it will be. Uh, Charlotte matches up, and, and their interior defense has been very suspect, um, both with Hibbert and Zeller and Kaminsky playing sub five. I don't think they would dare put Kaminsky on Howard, um, but yeah, I, I like Howard a lot. Like if if I'm not going to be able to spend up to the Cats and uh, the Drummonds and those guys, I think that's a really solid price for Dwight uh, at what was he seventy six? It's pretty. It's pretty good. Like he's been playing like a nine thousand dollar big man lately. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and like, you know, I mentioned he, he should take advantage of this, you know, this these bigs in Charlotte. Um I, I don't think they can can keep up with him uh yeah. at all. Yeah. Definitely a favorable spot for him as long as like I said, as long as there's no foul trouble and this game's close, like he looks like a solid he looks great, man. Like peak Dwight. Their defense has been bad too lately, which is a positive for fantasy. We we want bad defenses. Uh they're giving up they gave up hundred and thirty one to to Matt, the magic on Tuesday, like how do you do that, man? Like I hope they were running laps at practice the whole day, but if they bounce <laughs> back, they they won against Toronto on Friday, so props to Mike Budenholzer. All right, yeah, it uh, has dropped. It has dropped because I think they were like top five. They were first four. for like the first like 15, 16 game by a lot. Yeah. They had like a ninety five defensive rating in the first like 14, 15 games, and they dropped now to like top ten or or whatever it is. But it was a significant drop. Yeah, hard. It was. They were like Mal- Malcolm Delaney was leading the def- leading the NBA in defensive rating for a long time. Thaba was up there for a while. Like their second unit kind of fell apart, which maybe could have been due to starting Thabo. Um, so like when they lost Bazemore and that whole shift has been, but they're figuring it out now. So uh, I think yeah, they, they've got their footing and they're sacrificing um, offense or defense for offense. So but yeah, this yeah. game's not bad. I, I think I like Kemba a little bit more than you do. Like I know the whole on the road factor. Is definitely scary, but like you said, uh, they've been giving him some big, big lines to to point guards. So I like Kemba a little bit. He's rested. Uh, hopefully, the personal issues aren't going to affect him. But he's only seventy four hundred. So like, I like yeah. him more than Kyrie. I like him more than Teague at seventy one. Um, I think if I had the four hundred, I may like him more than Schroeder, um, just because the matchup is a little bit more favorable for him. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm down with he, it. He did, he did have a big game against them last time. I was 21 points, six assists, five boards, two steals, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he, he did definitely have a big game against them last time. So it is a good spot. It's just I, I, I'm i always a little bit hesitant or or I, or I temper my expectations. I guess for, for, it's the better way of looking at it. I temper my expectation when I'm playing Kemba on the road. That's basically it. For sure. Um, uh, one more guy I want to mention in this game before we move on to the next game, uh, Paul Millsap. He's been playing really well lately. Um, you know, I know uh, last game against Toronto it wasn't that great, 14 points, 5 rebounds. But if you go back and you look at a couple other games against Miami, against uh, OKC, against Milwaukee, he had some big games, 24, 21, 23 points, a double-double in that span, missed another double-double by a rebound. Um, you know, assists are there, blocks are there, steals. Have been there, so he's stuffing the stat the stat sheet here. So I kind of have some interest in him uh, in this matchup. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Oh yeah, I had him written down uh, more because of the way the slate breaks down. Like, one, there's one guy I absolutely love, 
But besides, we'll get to him. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to fade Love, if you're going to fade Draymond, who are both big, big, big dogs, or big favorites, excuse me, then yeah, Millsap probably is the top scorer. So if you have the money to go ahead and throw him in there, for sure. It's tough to play Chris Stapps, even though uh, I think it's a pretty good matchup for him. So yeah, um, definitely cool with that. If the if this slate shakes out and there's more value that emerges on the wings and stuff, then yeah. But if, if I think he's probably the the top high end guy, the eight thousand dollar guys, if you want to go that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to one of the probably the best games to stack, I guess. One of the one of two. Uh, Houston on the back to back took sixty one three pointers last night. NBA record twenty four makes, um, just ridiculous. Uh, I looked up a stat this morning that I thought was pretty funny. So they're on a nine game winning streak. That's more than double any team's current win streak. And in that span, they've had forty six threes off James Harden passes. Uh, the Bulls as a team have thirty four total trays. So like just threes threes off Harden passes are more than the entire Bulls squad. Like wow, it's crazy. Wow. They're just bombing away, man. I mean, to take sixty one threes, like it was one of the most ridiculous games I've ever seen, man. And like I cannot believe Alvin, like they were open too. Like uh, Gentry, do you want to cover those guys or what? Like, they had <laughs> it's like they didn't. It's like they didn't even watch any tape of Houston at all. So uh, Harden, we like. I kind of think he's must play. I think there's enough value out there. We all we've talked about this every time. He's killer on back to backs. D'Antoni said he's not going to rest guys. He's at home. Uh, yes, they may blow out the Wolves, who've been bad, but I think the Wolves kind of match up uh, given their youth and everything. So I love Harden. I'm playing him for sure. Um, guy's just ridiculous. What he had a triple double on seven shots in the field the other day. Like his peripheral stats are just killing lately. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's exactly it. It's, just, it's the peripherals. I think he has two triple doubles now in consecutive games. Um, and he, he's he been shy of two other ones uh, by two boards and and one board. Actually, three other ones. Uh, in the la- Prior to these two triple doubles, he missed against Brooklyn by two rebounds a triple double. Against Dallas, one rebound a triple double. Against OKC, one rebound a triple double. So, he, he, you know, peripheral stats are there. Um, and the usage is just so high. I mean, the usage is up there. I think it's at 33 or 34 percent um, and top top seven in the NBA. So huge. I mean, huge. And like you mentioned, on, an, on, a, on such a short slate, you want to secure these points and you want to secure the top player on the board. And that's him. I mean, he is by far the top player, especially if you're looking at Vegas. It's a this game has a one and a half. Uh, no, I'm sorry. A three and a half point spread. And a two nineteen point five over under. So uh, our points are supposed to be scored here. And Minnesota, they play at a slower pace, but their defense efficiency is just terrible. I mean, they're bottom five in defense efficiency. So um, he's going to have their way against them. I don't think matchup really matters with him, but in a matchup like this where it's really good, I think he'll have his way with them. Yeah, his home roads are fine. We his back to backs are fine. Um, Yeah, he's not going to rest. They're on a winning streak. I don't think they would have any. Thoughts of resting him at all with uh, with how he's been playing MVP or what? Uh, I mean he's uh, he's in the talk. You gotta also consider Westbrook. He's yeah. been playing lights out too. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean I think I think the team uh, between these two, whoever the team that advances further in the season or maybe gets better record, might they might take it. They might they might take that into consideration and they might take it, but they're both having MVP like seasons. Yeah, I've been all over, man. I've been like KD a week ago, Russell Westbrook like three days ago, and now I'm thinking Harden. Nine game winning streak. They're fourteen and two with Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly has a sixteen point something net rating. Tired than Steph. Um, like they're just they're so good right now, man. Like the league yeah. just has a lot of work to do to catch up to their offense, man. Just uh, like Harden's just. He's carrying that team so hard, and just the amount of games they're winning. All right, so besides Harden, I kind of like Towns a lot. Uh, I'm waiting for a big, and this is more of just a gut feeling because I know the Rockets aren't too bad against centers, but man, it just feels like a Towns kind of a day at home. Like I just feel like he can have a huge game. He's only 89. That's not too bad. So I kind of like him a lot. Like if I, it's pretty much him and Dwight for me. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I can totally see uh, where Cat can have a big game here. He's always in play for a big game. Um, you know, 
another guy, and, and and I do have interest in him. Um, I do have some interest in him, uh, but I don't know if I, if I'm based on roster construction, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, you know, um, afford to pay for him tonight. Uh, another guy in this game that I really have interest. You mentioned his name, Pat Beverly. I, I, he's been playing really, really yeah. well lately, um, and his defense is so underrated, in my opinion. Um, so he's definitely someone that I have. Uh, quite a bit of interest in. Yep. They almost had twin triple-doubles last night. Beverly missed it by two dimes. He was 13, 11, and 8 assists. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been just playing really, really well. I mean, if you look at it, 28, 27, 27, 25, 37, 36 fantasy points. Um, and he's just efficient and so, so affordable. And if we're looking for value, we're trying to fit in guys like Carden, potentially guys like Cat in our, in our lineups. It, that you know, guys like him can fill in the roster and, and really help out because they're so so efficient. So definitely someone I like, you know, um, in this game. And aside, another guy, Trevor Ariza. Um, the Minnesota they're allowing two point two three pointers per game. That's terror. Uh, Trevor Ariza's um, you know specialty. He's going to line up on the side and, and chuck those three. He's been pretty consistent this year. He's affordable. Um, and on a five-game slate, I don't mind having three players on the same team, uh, or six games. I'm sorry, uh, five players on the same, uh, three players on the same team. You know, considering the potential game script here, uh, we're, we're talking about high-scoring, potentially cl- close game. Um, so you know, Ariza has has uh, top 30 fantasy points three times in December already, and uh, he's only 5,700 on FanDuel. So definitely some interest there. Yep, I'm good with all those guys for sure. Beverly's probably my one of my favorite guys. If you don't want to go up to like Kemba and Schroeder and all that, I think he's um, kind of the in the next tier uh, of guys you want to play in that 54. Like he's probably like I like him more than D'Angelo and all those guys more than Rubio. Um, but Reggie Jackson, though, I think I think Pat Bevin Cash is is probably the way to go. But I think at a tournament, I may lean Reggie for the upside. Yeah, I agree with you. I okay. think I think that that. That sounds about right. Okay. You know, there's more upside with, with Reg. Yeah. All right. Uh, and his minutes have been pretty solid for the back-to-back factor. Um, Levine, like, I feel like it's a good spot for him, too. Um, again, rested. I think they're going to have to really, really get him going to hang in there and win this game. So we all know, we know he's going to play, like, 40 minutes. So if he, if he can get you a point a minute, you're straight um, at that with a 65. So I like him. Yeah, I mean he's he's interesting. He can always go off affordable. Um, my, I mean the peripherals have been a little bit better this year, but um, I, I, you know uh, if if I, I might feel more comfortable paying less for KCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah thousand dollars. It's a pretty big difference. Yeah, and I've, I mean you can, and Lou Williams too is even cheaper by quite a bit by yeah eight hundred. Yeah, and so, Devin Booker's cheap. Devin Booker's pretty much if you play that early game. Like I think Booker's probably a better one. But if you have the money, like there's not that much. There's not like a very strong must-play cheap shooting. And I usually like to pair a cheap shooting guard with Harden. So it's kind of tough to do it. Yeah, and and that's why if if the money if, if it, we're we're talking about because we we've already mentioned we're, we're thinking of James Harden and and Cat. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough to fit in Levine as well. Yeah. Um, you may have considering to to we're fitting in these other two guys, so those eight hundred, even a thousand uh, dollars, we're saving is huge for us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Wiggins, no, not feeling him or what? Um, no, I, I, I'm truly not. Yes, you know, so empty. Ariza, I mean, he's not the best defender, but he's okay, I guess. So, I, I don't know. I, I Wiggins is so hit or miss. Um, but there, there's going to be points scored in this game. I, I, I I'd rather play. I rather pay sixty five hundred for uh, Levine than I will sixty four hundred for Wiggins. That's for sure. Yeah, he had his. Oh, okay. He's had his first game with a block and a steal since November fifth. So that's like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's just so empty, man. Like I don't know how you can go. He had a four game stretch without a block or a steal. Like when you're playing almost 40 minutes a game, like how do you not even like luck into one, you know? Yeah, and, that, and that's the, the thing. Like he just doesn't do anything at all. He just shoots, and that's it. Yeah, and he had nine boards too. That maybe a uh, one off his season high, so that was good against the Bulls. That they were a good high or season high? <laughs> season high. 
<laughs> I think you had like a 14-15 board game last year or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Next one? Yep. Go Another, for me. These, these are good games too. Uh, New York at Denver, minus 3.5, 216 over under. Carmelo Anthony is back for the revenge game. Uh, and Derek Rose, looks like he's going to be a game time call. Did practice though. So it sounds like he may play. That takes Jennings off the board. Or if you want to get fancy and roll Ron Baker... Uh, who scored a Baker's Dozen the other night? Um, he's he's <laughs> off the board. But, man, Denver, they killed it on on Thursday, man. Mike Malone finally took the plunge. If you follow me on Twitter, I've been probably like pimping start Jokic for like a month. And he finally came through. And that offense looked great. Jokic was in foul trouble, and they were really in a group with, their, um, with Fareed at the five. We'll talk about him in a second. But, man, give me Jokic tonight for sure. Uh, he, you may see the minutes, and you're like, oh, only 19 minutes. But he's played 15 minutes in the first half, had a couple silly fouls in the third quarter, and that really killed his playing time. So all day, Jokic, probably my must-play of the day. What are your thoughts Yeah, on? I mean, he's just been playing so well lately, so you got to like him. Uh, and you, I think you mentioned in the last game, you, you sent me a text, and you said, all the Jokic. So <laughs> I, I did plug him in, and he had a big game. Uh, so I do like Jokic quite a bit. Um, this is another game full of fancy goodness. My my concern is ha- I'm having trouble with the, the Denver Wings. You know, now that they're c- kind of all healthy, uh, Gary Harris came back last time, last game, and he had a pretty good game. Great game. Um, so obviously there's going to be some interest there um, at, a, at a very very cheap price. He's 4800. Um, you know, Courtney Lee himself hasn't been playing terrible. Uh, he's been getting the minutes, but he's just so hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if we're looking to look for a cheap cheap shooting guard, one of these two guys has to you know have some interest. Like we have to have some interest in one of these two guys in this game. Uh, very very high uh, potential scoring, uh, very low spread. So um, I have interest here. This is this is kind of where I'm looking for my value. Gary Harris, Courtney Lee, um, to pair up with Harden. We talked about some other guys in the mid-fives, but I think you can go a little bit lower and still get kind of the similar, same production you're going to be getting out of these mid-five uh, guys. So um, that's where I'm at here. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Jokic. Um, I, you, Porzingis is going to be tough to fit in tonight, but I, I, I still have interest in him. I like him quite a bit. Um, he's been playing well. How about the Manimal? How about the manimal? How, how, how do we feel about him? I love I love what he did. They they shifted him away from the four spot. They played him pretty much straight five, which killed Josef Nurkic hard. Uh, only played five minutes. But, yeah, he, if he was like 36, 37, I'd be all about it. But Mike Malone could go situational here because, you know, they want to play they want to play Jokic. And keep in mind, too, because Jokic got in foul trouble. That's why we saw the manimal. Saw that uptick, so I, I can't I can't take the plunge there. Uh yeah I, yeah I mean the, the the thing is he he isn't available as a center on Fanduel he's yeah. a power forward only. Um, but I don't know I do have some interest at that forty eight hundred if if we know he's gonna continue that you know that role in that rotation and and play the five. Um, I, I do have some interest if if I need the salary he might be someone. Or I'm going to go ahead and just give a shot in tournaments because of the upside he presents at that price range. Yeah, and then also we do have to mention too that they started like uh, on the rotor board when they started Chandler. I said no half measures uh, <laughs> for a little side note on the uh, the headline because Mike Malone actually started his best four guys next to his developing point guard. So like that was props for starting Gallo Chandler. Gary Harris and Jokic. Um, just to put a bow on Gary Harris, I love Gary Harris tonight. He's probably my favorite under 5,000 shooting guard. Um, he was only supposed to play 28 minutes on Thursday. He played 32 because he was playing so, so well. Got the day off of practice yesterday to rest him up to get him ready for today. So you would expect, considering how awesome they were, what, they were like 130 offensive rating, uh, 106 pace, like all these numbers that just make you salivate uh, with the way they ran their offense. Um, through Jokic, they ran a lot of 2-5 stuff with those two guys. Um, Jokic even threw a nice alley pass to Gary Harris. 
I mean, they have those, those two have such a great rapport. So yeah, like if under five, like I think Gary Harris is probably my second or third favorite shooting guard. Um, and then I don't really like Will Chandler. And obviously, I don't like Moutier, I don't like Nelson, I don't like Barton, even though Barton played all right the other night. Um, so it's pretty much those two guys. Uh, and I, I I'm not against Chandler though, just to throw that out there. Like, and it's a revenge game too, former Nick. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not against him either. But you know, we have Barton and Gary Harris is back, and you know, Gallinari's playing some, some minutes um, there. So it's. It's just a spotty situation, um, and when I when I see myself in a spotty situation, I kind of tend to just avoid it, huh. just because I don't know. If I can't project something correctly, I I, I won't do it. So um, I, I I do like like you mentioned. I I, th- I really think that Gary Harris is going to be my second shooting guard tonight, aside from uh, Harden, in roster construct based on roster construction at that price, and I think he, he should be able to pay off that salary and some, uh, considering how low he is. Yep, and just uh, looked it up. He, Fareed played only three minutes of power forward on, on Thursday. So he's yeah. going to be pretty much straight five-man, which, again, if, if Jokic is not in foul trouble, you're going to have a tough time hitting that price point. Um, but they may straight-up bench Nurk entirely. I don't think that's out of the question. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of risk. Uh, what about New York side? Melo's back. Um, but was playing better before the injury. He's only 7,800. It's still not too bad. He has the revenge factor. Like, I think Melo's fine. Like, I know he's bang, banged up, but very minor. Called it bumps and bruises. He wore a compression sleeve on, what, Tuesday against the Suns. Uh, and then he rested against the, the Warriors. They pretty much just punted that game. Um, so, yeah, I, I like him. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be too highly owned either. Yeah, I have interest in him as well. Um, he's, like you said, I don't think he's going to be that highly owned. Uh, I also have interest in Derrick Rose on the New York side here. Uh, he he's oh, really expect, yeah he's expected to play tonight. I know he's dealing, he was dealing with that back that knocked him out of the last game. I unfortunately had him rostered that that evening uh, against Phoenix, but I think this is another good spot for him. A pace of game, uh, you know, against Denver, and I just think that at his price, you know, it's fair for what he has been doing. Um, he has a couple of 30-plus fantasy point game uh, in recent games. He has a couple of 40-plus fantasy points uh, game as well. So there's a lot of upside. And if we're thinking that they're going to score a lot of points here, uh, they this is a this is an offense that runs through three people, and that's Derrick Rose, Anthony, and Porzingis. So um, I, I'm going to try to take the cheapest the cheapest of, of the guys here. Uh, to fit in my roster, so I do have I do have some interest in him and 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 Anthony and I'm, as I mentioned before, Porzingis. Uh, you know, he's just someone that has been playing so well lately, and I know he struggled in his last game, and and you know, kind of to be expected because he, the defense was going to be uh, the defense of Golden State is is good, and they were going to be he was going to be facing Draymond Green, which has been playing really really good defense this year. And, and and can frustrate a, a po- opponent. So I do like him quite a bit. But prior to that game, he had some big, big games. You know, 34 and 8, 26 and 13, 17 and 11. So he's been playing really, really well lately. So those are the three main guys I have interest in for. Uh, you can make a case for uh, Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, if, big if you, he's been playing if, if you want. Um, but I probably would just stick to those three because I'm going to be paying up a little bit more at center. I got to tell you, Derek. I have a, a cardinal rule for me and Derek Rose. I'll never play Derek Rose on a West Coast game ever. Really? Ever, 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 ever. Because <laughs> too many things can go wrong, and if, if especially if there's no weight swap, can't do it. I can't take that zero. It's happened so many times, man. With the it, Bulls, it, it, it has. So, I, yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, he he did practice yesterday. But I'm yeah. Taking right now, I know. But I'm saying he get hurt in warmups. Oh, he, he's yes, done that you're before. Right, you're right. And, and 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 full disclosure, I'm not saying going on in there. <laughs> I'm saying if you're playing multiple items, sprinkle him in one or two max, <laughs> and then you know be be aware that you can get a zero out of him because maybe it's not in warmups, but maybe right after tip off, his back starts hurting <laughs> exactly. and he is done for the day. Exactly. Yeah, it's I've that's been I've had that rule for a long time, pretty much since DFS started. I'll never play. Derrick Rose on a West Coast game. Um, all right, so, yeah, like you said, so we talked, that's kind of a, a big debate, I guess, and we hinted at it. 
Um, the Unicorn or Millsap? Like, that's a tough call. Like, I think, do you want to get exposure to both or what? Porzingis is at $300 cheaper. Um, I don't know if we can fit in both. If, right, if no, I'm saying if you had both, to pick one. If, if I had to pick one, I'm going Millsap. I just, okay. I, I like that situation better. And yeah, he's, he's also been playing better. Although, if you are going to go Harris and you're going to go Jokic and you're not going to go Melo, like, it makes a lot of sense to play the Unicorn and stack that a little bit. So I think that makes it Absolutely, case absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm but locked I, in on Jokic. I, I, probably, I probably feel better about playing Melo. Um, I know it's only 200, but we're looking for dollars tonight. So that 200 is going to make it count. Um, yeah. So I probably, if in this game... I probably feel much better playing. And that's why I have interest in Derrick Rose because I want exposure to that yeah. Knicks offense as cheaply as possible. Yep, definitely hear you there. All right, so we'll move on to the last game. We're going to try to blow through this here. We got Portland at Golden State. Dame homecoming. Uh, really, really ugly spread at 14 for the home Warriors. 232 over under is your high of the night. Uh, Alfred Aminu is doubtful, so... They will probably start Noah Vonley, even though he hasn't played well. We'll see more Ed Davis, who's been very inconsistent. Myers Leonard will be in the mix a little bit more. Uh, but a guy who I like off this is Mo Harkless. Uh, I think he's played really well. He's going to be really important for this up-tempo game. They're going to probably have him on Durant as much as they can, give him as many minutes as he can. So he'll probably only score you like 13 real points, but you're looking to get like 7, 8, 9 boards. Maybe he's stealing a block, maybe a dime or two. Like I think his floor is really fine at 4,800. So he's probably my, my favorite under $5,000 small forward. And and when we're looking for value here, um, putting a guy under five is is solid and a, a very good spot for him, I think. I, it's funny that you say it because I was actually going to point him out. He is my favorite value play. And and potentially, and it might sound crazy, potentially my favorite play in this game just because I like Kevin Durant, of course. I love Draymond Green. Um, but I'm scared of a blowout here. Um, yeah. And that, you know, and like I mentioned with the same with the Cleveland, when you're paying up for these guys, those blowouts are very concerning. Um, so I do like Mo Harkless quite a bit. Very affordable. Peripheral stats are there. Um, he has displayed his 30-plus fantasy point upside. And if you can get anywhere near that at this at this price, you're, I mean, you're making out like a bandit. So I like him quite a bit. Um, and I also like Draymond. Um, he's just someone that interests me. I know we've talked about some other power forwards in this price range. Um, but what I like a lot about Green is just the peripheral stats. He does it all. Um, so he is someone I'm very keen on in this game. And, and you got to like Curry. Uh, Dame doesn't play a ton of defense. Um, it, it's just a matter of, you know, are you concerned about the blowout or not? Are you willing to take that risk or not? Uh, this game does have the highest projected total 231 points that's yeah. absurd so if it's high. gonna be a blowout it's gonna be a high scoring blowout so Portland exactly. could still get 115 points exactly you know I, I and that's where i think i mean if 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 the, if, if the golden state Warriors score you know buck 20 tonight uh, at least 100 of that's gonna come out from you know from their core so you gotta like them. You yeah. know, you gotta like them. I would tread carefully. I would try to maybe pick your spots correctly here, which is gonna be very difficult. So, probably guys I'd be more keen on here are Draymond Green because he does so much, and then uh, Stephen Curry because he runs this often. So, those are probably the two guys. And then also considering how much Durant, you know, has kind of struggled uh, in yeah. recent uh, games. Uh, I think he's only he's averaging twenty five real points uh, per game this season. I think he's done that only once in the last six, seven games. So he hasn't been shooting the ball too well. Um, still peripheral stats are there, but uh, if you're paying up for someone that you want someone that's, you know, going to be playing to their full capacity. And I, I don't, just don't see him doing that as late. Plus the price differential between him and some of the other guys is, is significant. Yeah. I can't, I can't take the points there. What about Dame? He's back in Oakland. He had like this little, Charity thing going on. Obviously, he's going to have a huge crowd there to watch him. Um, coming off a big game, forty and ten against uh, on Thursday, so he, he's coming in hot. Usage is back up again. Uh, he's expensive though. <laughs> so what do we what do we think about Dame? Ninety seven. Yeah, he he's expensive. It, it, you know, and this is all, and this is this is why roster construction is so important in DFS because it's all about what you're going to do. If we're going to fit in. 
um, Harden and we're thinking about fitting in Cat, there's no way we can fit in Dame. Um, yeah. It's just going to be too tough, uh, especially with all the value. You know, we've talked about Reggie Jackson, Pat Beverly, um, some other guys, you know, Schroeder, that are much more affordable uh, at this position. And there's no utility or anything of that nature. So you're going to have to play two point guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, power forwards, and a center. Um, so if we if we avoid Harden in a great spot, then yeah, then all these right. guys come into play. But it's going to be difficult to roster him. I like Dean. I do like him a lot. The guy is playing really, really good. Um, you know, top 10 in usage in the league. So definitely someone I have interest in. Um, I just don't know how much exposure I'll have uh, to him tonight. I'm with you there. All right, well, let's get to positions. Uh, we didn't really hit on CJ. Actually, we should hit on um, Plum- Mason Plumley real quick. He's been scoring a lot. Uh, first time in his career, he scored 18 points or more in three straight games. Um, the peripheral stats have kind of dipped. So I think he's interesting. Like if, if you do want to go with Harkless for sure, and then you want to go and you want some exposure to like a Draymond or – uh, a Curry or anybody or even Clay, like I think that Plumlee makes a pretty good case at center. Which there's no like must play cheap center, so I mean he could definitely fit in for you at sixty three. Uh yeah, and and when we talk about you know centers and when we talk about these guys, we're looking at at, at peripheral stats here for Mason Plumlee, and he, he's he passes the ball, he gets rebounds, he does a lot. Yeah. So he's going to get you, even if he doesn't score a ton of points on, a, on on tonight, let's say, you know, he will get you fantasy points elsewhere. So I do like him quite a bit. If we're not paying up for Cat, he's probably where I'm going to here. Yeah. Um, at 6,300, I think he's very affordable. Yeah, and one so guy, I, I can, you got anything, you, anything you want to add? Pretty much got the gist, I think. You good? Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to add quickly, thinking a little crazy here, JaVel McGee? I mean, (laughs) Portland's interior defense is so bad. So I think if JaVale gets his 30, gets 20, he played 16 minutes in each. So if he gets pretty much a point a minute, which he could definitely do, you're straight. So I I don't hate JaVale. It's the first time I've ever pimped him, I think, in a podcast, and like, ever. But uh, (laughs) the chance is there for him, man. Like, it's a great, great spot for him. Yeah, I mean, you can can roll the dice in in a blow. He might get some minutes, so... If that's what we're thinking. Yeah, so I like him a little bit. All right, let's get the positions. We're way over time, as per usual. Coming off a career-high 17 points, by the way. Or season high, excuse me. <laughs> uh, okay, so point guard, messy situation a little bit, but we like... Um, I'll let you go first. Anybody? Yeah, on, on the cheap end, I like Pat Beverly and Reggie Jackson quite a bit. Yeah. A lot of interest there. Um, in the mid-range, Dennis Schroeder and, and Derek Rose are two guys I have interest in. And then up top, uh, Stephen Curry... And Dean, um, if, you, if you're going that way for roster construction, that's kind of where I'm at. Yep, uh, and then and then you hate Road Kemba, so I agree with I agree with what you said. Except I like Road Kemba more than you. And then obviously, uh, Cardinal Cardinal rule never never play Rose on, on the West Coast. <laughs> All right, so uh, shooting guard, I got Gary Harris almost locked in, and then Harden. It's pretty much I'm pretty much just locked on those guys. Yeah, those are the two main guys for me as well. Uh, we mentioned a couple other guys, Lou Williams, KCP. Or if you're not playing Harris or if you're not playing Harden and you want to go two cheap shooting guards, um, that's another way to go tonight. Yep. Uh, and then I also wrote down Tim Hardaway Jr. pretty cheap, and then Devin Booker as well. If you want to get uh, if you want to get that early game in there, uh, small forward. Um, like we said, we love Harkless. Is probably one of our favorite guys. Uh, and then it gets a little it gets a little dicey. Uh, then you could go mellow. Can go Will Chan at six thousand. I think he's going to play a lot. If you want to stack that game really hard, um, where else are we at? Uh, Robertson, if you play in the early game, I don't really hate Thabo at forty five. Um, who else? Uh, Gwen Robinson three is always on the board, even though it's not the best match for him against Detroit. Uh, anybody else that you like? The, yeah, the only other guy is Trevor Ariza. Yep. I talked a little bit about him earlier, and I like him quite a bit. Yep. All right. So then, power forward, all the Jokic for me. Uh, and I really like Tobias. I like who else did I say? Uh, we like Millsap if you have the money. Porzingis as well if you want to really, really stack that game up. Um, and then we didn't really talk about that. Dad's price has come down to forty-seven. He hasn't played as much. He's been really quiet. Like, I think he's on the board at forty-seven. Like I probably would play him over Lure. He's only a hundred dollars cheaper. Um, I probably would still play Lure. Um, okay. I, I but. Yeah, I mean, his price has calmed down. You should no, be able I, to get him. You should I, be able I, to I get him in there. 
You should be able to get one of them. If you go Gary Harris, Harkless, you don't go for Steph or Dame, and you go with the Schroeders and the Reggies and the Kembas, you should be able to get Millsap or Porzingis in there to go with Jokic. Correct. So that's yeah. kind of how I'm feeling. Uh, yeah. So that's is that kind of where you're with me? You're with, are you with me on Jokic? You didn't really... Like, do you, yeah, yeah. Do you, I, 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 like I said, okay. I, I played last time. It was it wasn't last game. It was the previous Two, game. Yeah. Text me, hey, he's gonna have a big game. I played him, huge game. So yeah. I'm all about him. Huge tonight. game. He's having a huge game tonight. It must play yeah. all, all the Jokic tonight. Uh, and then so we're good. Uh, center. Like this is this is where it comes down to is just how much money you got. <laughs> so I like I like Towns. Uh, I don't hate Plumley. Um, I like Dwight a lot. Uh, it's seventy six. And then if you want to um, shock and fool it up and go Pierre McGee at thirty seven, I don't have a problem with that. Assuming Zaza's out. Um, yeah, I mean I'm pretty much there. I, I also have interest in Miles Turner. I, yep. I know you're not as keen on him as I am tonight. Um, but if I can't afford guys like Carl Anthony Towns or Dwight Howard, I'm looking at Plumlee and Turner quite a bit. So who would you like more um, if, if you have the 200 difference? If I have the 200 difference, um, I'm probably gonna go. I'm probably gonna go with Miles Turner. I think he's been playing yeah. really, really well. And I like I like him here. I yeah. do like him here quite a bit. Yeah, I think, and plus it kind of makes sense. Well, obviously Harkless is a value. So if you aren't playing Dame, you're not playing Curry, you're not playing Dre. Like it almost makes sense just to fade that game entirely and just roll with Turner. Yeah, yeah. So, Although I think I think I think Harkless is going to be a staple of my nine of space. For sure, price. for sure. But I mean, he's cheap, though. So yeah, yeah. It's like it's not really a big deal to to throw him in there to sprinkle this, even though you don't have much exposure to that game. All right, so we are through it. We're a little bit better on time than last time. We're still pretty bad. We'll, we'll get better. We'll get yes. better as the time goes. Yeah, we'll I'll be down to like, guys. Yeah, we'll I'll be down to like forty-five minutes next time, hopefully. So that's it. Uh, man, a small slate. We still went this long, but it's all good. So hopefully you guys. And it's a nice slate. A lot of fun games. A lot of good games to stack. Denver games would be awesome. Anything you want to add before we get out of here? No, no. It's uh, good luck to everyone tonight, and uh, it's been fun. All right, sounds great. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thanks for coming on, Armando. Thank you, Mike. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.